Hi, welcome back to Books and Broomsticks. I'm Kat Aquichant. And I'm Matt Hatter Place. And today we are talking about da 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 tripwires. Yay! I don't think Matt actually knows what tripwires are. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm sure I understand the theoretical. No idea what this name is. That's okay. I someone asked me the other day. They said, Frankie. Where do you find this? I've never heard of it. And like, I came up with it. And they were like, oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it was the only thing that made sense. So tripwires made sense when I said it out loud. So what is a tripwire? A tripwire is in terms of a spell, um, magic that only operates if something happens. So let's say you are trying to get your money back from a conservative white man, all right? He is only hexed if you do not get your money back. Okay, so it's a contingency spell. Contingency spell. I'm sorry, is that the official term? Uh, no, it's just contingency is, is a good word for that, in my opinion. But I get... I now understand where we're talking about. I posted a tripwire spell recently, and a lot of people asked me, they said, is this baneful magic? And I feel like that opens up a whole discussion of what is baneful magic, because I know people that think return to senders are baneful. Yeah, to a certain degree. I mean, look, all baneful really has to be is uh, invoked upon by force, right? It doesn't mm -hmm. have to necessarily be good or bad it just has to be simply inflicted on somebody yeah i have heard more specifically that baneful magic is inflicting harm on someone okay i can see that example which i can see a return to sunder kind of being in that realm of baneful but to me a return to sunder is just matching someone's energy yeah see this is why i don't like the it's negative, right? I don't yeah. love that for Baneful. The only reason I don't like it for Baneful, right, is because there's sometimes where it's a good thing, mm -hmm. but the other person is just straight up being a little shit about it. Mm -hmm. um, say, bindings, for instance, that could mm -hmm. be something that is net positive, but it would be Freezer considered Baneful. Spells. Freezer yeah. spells. Net positive, but ultimately you're inflicting it on somebody. Um, so I don't know how much I feel about the whole, it has to be a negative thing. I like to use the terms offensive and defensive magic instead of baneful, not baneful. Because sure. that feels more realistic to what I do. Mm -hmm. or I can do spells that someone consider baneful, but I just consider it defensive magic. Okay. I would consider like a hex, cursor, a jinx to probably be mostly offensive, maybe defensive. Mm -hmm. I want to consider tripwires to be a defensive magic. Um, it is magic based on consequences. Mm -hmm. If someone doesn't do something, they're not going to have any consequences happen. If they do do something, <laughs> consequences. So the question, <laughs> do you? The question I have though is like, how how do you set it up in particular for that to take effect? Right? How mm -hmm. do you tell a spell only this if this? My favorite thing in the world, the if-then statement. The if-then, yes. The if-then. It's the only thing that I retained from biology, from IB biology in high school, was the if-then statement. Mm -hmm. It's like a hypothesis. If blank, then blank. 
Um, so what you do, what I typically do is I will ingrain this intention of the if then into a sigil, into a petition, any way you want your intention to be in there. And then that's the spout. That's you put it in a candle, on a candle, anything like that. So my very typical one is like, if this person continues to steal money from me, then they will suffer this consequence. Then X will happen. Okay. I mean, that's fair. And you, the best part about this is you can also choose what kind of then statement happens. It can be a stub toe all mm-hmm. the way to a generational curse. Note that if you are planning to do a tripwire generational curse, you should take all the proper precautions of a bane, like doing that and be prepared for it. Like I did a tiny little tripwire hex for this conservative man who took my money, tried to scam me. Um, and I was exhausted afterwards um, because all and all I said was bad luck will follow him, which I didn't specify what kind of bad luck. I left it open to the universe. If he's going to be an ass, bad luck, that could be your car breaking down. That could be losing your house. I didn't care enough to be super specific. Um, well, and that but, generally follows under Occam's razor, right? The mm-hmm. uh, easiest path is most likely. So he's probably going to wake up with a day cold or some crap. That's just real simple. I'm a day but, cold. but, you know, it, it makes sense. The other part is, is it sounds like if you're going to do this, um, not to take into D&D too much, but it does sound like the contingency spell. It literally mm-hmm. sounds like you're going to need all of the components of every other spell that you're trying to put in. Mm-hmm. It's kind of putting it as, you know, a tripwire that makes sense. Uh, you're just kind of having it sit there, waiting for the right uh, line. Basically, you cast a spell and then you wait. <laughs> just hit! You can also make it so you can tell if the tripwire goes off, which is my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I typically do this through specific methods, specific spirits, um, letting me know, like, hey, just letting you know this went off. Um, or I just completely give it to my familiar to handle. I'm like, hey, if anything happens here, do this. And he goes, all right, and goes off. Okay. Um, but it's great for things like if you don't necessarily want to hex someone, but you want them to have an act like a consequence to their decision or their action, especially if that action or decision is harming you or harming another person. But this just sounds more like proactive wording, like yeah, almost. It is, it's definitely degree. proactive wording. <laughs> it's just like, uh, here you go. Here you go. Here I mean, most, most of my tripwires have been uh, warts have been a reflective spell if someone sends something to me. So a return to sender that already exists and waits for something to come. It has been a mirror spell that reflects um, when people try to get information on me, they get only incorrect information, um, which I have seen happen multiple times. And it's really funny. It's really funny when someone comments and they're like, so how is it working with Lilith? And I'm like, wow, it's working. Um, <laughs> it's working out great because who the fuck are you talking about? For <laughs> listeners, I don't work with Lilith. I worked, started working with Diana and this person said that Lilith and Diana were the same, but I do not acknowledge that. That is not based in any historical fact. Maybe like 
the Aradia, which we can have a whole conversation about another day. We but- should have a question, uh, a thing about the Aradia, because it's <laughs> it's interesting to say the least. I am the bane of my existence. Um, most of my tripwires are protection spells. I only recently tried to tripwire hex, and I did this as part of consider like two sections to a spell. When you're doing a tripwire, if you're doing it to try to get something, like let's say for me, I did money drawing. I had a money drawing candle and a hex candle. Mm -hmm. And the way I could tell it was working is because the black candle representing the hex candle not only tilted and fell towards the green candle, but it got split down the middle. Um, Solid. So, and they were two separate spells that I worked with part of a bigger one. So if you're doing, let's say, if this person continues to abuse X or continues to bother X, then this, you're gonna need to do like a, some kind of banishing or a leaving alone or a binding and as well as a hex. Okay. It's So there's multiple components to the spell. And for me, I know it sounds weird, but my brain already works really complexly. So I'm just like, yeah, if then statement, bitch, let's make this work. <laughs> let's go. Let's I mean, go. I can even see it working for uh, average everyday things. Like it doesn't have to be for against somebody. Elaborate. I mean, taking a prosperity spell, for instance, mm-hmm. if, if funds fall under this emergency uh, yeah. prosperity spell goes into... It's great because you have a spell that like, I redo these tripwires maybe once a year because how frequently are they actually put into action? That's that's the thing is like, I have all these tripwires set up, but their energy remains like dormant until it gets activated. So it lasts longer. At least in my experience, I set up like, a return to sender ward, tripwire ward. And I did that last year when we moved in and I haven't had any issues. Um, if I did have issues, it was big and small enough that I could like cleanse the house and see benefits or I could cleanse myself and see benefits. And so keeping that kind of tripwire always in your back pocket, mm-hmm. it's always been beneficial for me. Plus, it sounds like if there's a day where you're full of exuberant energy, it's the perfect time to set it up. Or mm-hmm. um, something that a lot of people have a tendency to have a problem with is uh, scheduling things. Like a certain schedule comes up and they're like, oh, uh, I don't have anything that I need for this day. Uh, for instance, like set it up say, for, set a, up a, really, spell yeah, a really special jupiter time frame and you decide to make some sort of like family tripwire that way if something's going on in the house that makes mm-hmm. peace not so peaceful mm-hmm. your tripwire goes off and it's had all of that energy just kind of brewing there sitting there waiting uh to do something and you're not feeling like you're wasting it and that's one of those things too is i have very frequently frequently will do these spells when i have a bunch of energy Either that or I'll fuck around and make some healing bomb, which I did the other day and turned out great. Um, Yay! Yay! But, and I think that these spells are definitely to my, I'm sure that everyone does an extension of them, but I still feel as though they aren't talked about because no one really understands. It doesn't have a label. Like everyone's like contingency spell, tripwire, um, 
if then like whatever but I love them because I can do it and then not worry about something for like a long period of time, which is different than a plant ward or a normal protective ward in which I have to keep an eye on it. I have to make sure the plant isn't dying. I have to make sure the plant is doing its job to like protect the house. Um, And with other protective wards, I have to do check-ins to see how they're doing like tarot readings or just redo them every once in a while, because at a certain point they're protecting so much that they just kind of fizzle. But tripwires are especially fun when you do long-term spells with them. So you have a pillar candle, you light it every day and you just watch it go um, to feed it energy. Uh, anything like that or have a long-term I have a long-term sigil that I have used since 2020 for my return to sender ward and I just kind of feed that sigil every once in a while and it's good it's taken on a mind of its own all right anyways doing its thing but in terms of tripwires my favorite ways as I already talked about are stopping someone from doing something again normal every day and protective wards yeah, I dig that. I mean, I I like the I like the concept. It does make sense that a lot of people are already doing something like it, but it is nice to put a name to the face kind of idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that a lot of 101s and a lot of witchy advice these days are so fundamentally repetitive mm-hmm. that we're missing the parts that make your personal magics great. And I feel like things like this that don't have a label but everyone's kind of doing talking about that actually adds more benefit than just talking about wards just talking about uh protections just talking about uh justice spells Mm -hmm. the it it is important to actually have a conversation about the the little parts the parts that go oh it's you can set up a tripwire friends that's something you could have done this whole time I love, anyways, I love tripwires. They're my favorite. I have certain spirits in, involved with certain tripwires and I just do check-ins with them. I give them an offering every once in a while. I'm like, here's some coffee, keep doing your job. And they're like, thanks. And I'm like, nice. Thanks. Um, but furthermore, I think that's all the thoughts I have. Do you have any thoughts? Delilah tripwires my own ass. <laughs> She's like, if you stop doing this, I'm gonna fuck up your day. Listen, consequences. <laughs> Actions have consequences, especially in entity work. She's she's the greatest, guys. I mm. would never say anything disparaging towards you, Delilah. You're great. I won't either because I <laughs> you just mouth to help. <laughs> you these are some things that you will only see if you have video access, which by the way, before we finish this episode, I did want to let all of our wonderful listeners know that we have officially launched our books and broomsticks Patreon. There are four magical cryptid tiers. Um, You get discord access and voting power to help us choose podcast episodes at tier one, which is squonk. Tier two is Jersey devil. You get access to not only our discord, but early podcast episodes up to two weeks ahead. You get to listen to our content before the rest of the world does at tier three. You get access to our video episodes that we are recording right now and completely unedited podcasts. 
Um, and at tier four, you get a shout out at the end of every single one of our podcast episodes, and you get to tell us that you love us a little more. Um, my favorite tier is Mothman, which is tier three, because you get to see us in all of our unhinged glory in these video sessions, There's and they are completely unedited. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. But yeah, that is all. We hope that you will take some time and look at our Patreon. It is in our link tree. It is in our description. Um, and we would love to have you guys there. We love all five of our patrons now. They're very near and dear to our heart. Um, any tier thoughts? One is, tier one is great because it's the squonk. <laughs> I'm a Mothman bitch. I love Mothman. But that is all we have for you guys today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This has been Books and Broomsticks. I'm Chaotic Witch Hunt. And I'm Matt Hatter Place. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah.